0: We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most.
1: Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast
2: hello there and welcome back to the diversity to do podcast i'm your host lambert fisher major family therapist award-winning author and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity and for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what i share in podcasts like this then feel free to check out my award-winning book diversity in clinical practice nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. Designed for more than just therapists, if you're a helping professional in any way, diversity and clinical practice can help you meet the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And it's available in paper and audiobook versions for your convenience. And whether it be through my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist, or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, know that my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world, one strengthened relationship at a time. So get to today's topic, but first, Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, and entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. Capricia Ambers is a local Twin Cities artist whose work can be seen in Target's diverse artist series. Her featured designs include beautiful, bold silhouettes, And can be found on throw pillows doormats mugs tumblers and more she finds inspiration from and connection to her city and community today i want to share with you an encouraging and practical perspective on the significance of juneteenth on healthy cross-cultural interactions in case you are wondering why many people have an out of the usual day off during the month of june june 19th is juneteenth which became a federal holiday in 2021 and commemorates the ending of slavery in america although not exactly the same many people consider it to be similar to the fourth of july in that both holidays honor the independence of one's ancestors as well as opportunities that these significant events have for us today Juneteenth honors the end of slavery and the beginning of true freedom for African-Americans, as it both commemorates a single moment in time, while also being an opportunity to reflect on the collective strength, resilience and determination of a cultural group. A brief summary of the history that led to the holiday is that the Emancipation Proclamation issued on January 1st, 1863 made slavery illegal in the Confederate states, but was practically meaningless because the South didn't need to acknowledge the legitimacy of any laws from the North whom they were hoping to beat. But it wasn't until two years later until the Civil War ended between the North and the South that ended in April 1865. However, despite the fact that the war ended, many uh, making slavery illegal everywhere and essentially freeing those who were enslaved, the southern states used their continued power to keep the news a secret and away from the enslaved black and African American people, still believing that they were legally enslaved. This remained the case until the Union Army, who had been slowly but steadily traveling through the southern states after the war, spread the news of the end of the war and its implications across the south one city at a time finally eventually reaching the the quarter of a million enslaved people in galveston texas the southeastern most part of that state and thus the country two months later on june nineteenth, 1865 making june 19th the last day that slavery in that form existed in the country this is also why despite the fact that it sounds like a newly made up holiday for many people the anniversary of the end of slavery has been celebrated annually by many since the very beginning, especially, but not limited to, certain communities in southern states. For those who lived in one of the northernmost southern states received the news earlier and thus celebrated their anniversary months earlier, with several states in between celebrating and in between consistent with the slow travel of the news up until June 19th. It wasn't until 2021 when a singular date, the last date, was chosen and made a federal holiday for everyone to acknowledge. Not because everyone in the country relates to that experience in the same way, but because of its contribution to the significance in the development and progression of the country as we know it today. Now, that's the brief, admittedly brief summary of the origin and history of the holiday. Then the question simply becomes, why should you care? Beyond a new day off from work, what difference can Juneteenth have for you and your cross-cultural interactions with others? Well, for those who identify as being Black, or African-American and, I, and I identify as having ancestors who were enslaved, then Juneteenth can be an opportunity to take a moment to intentionally acknowledge the difficult experiences of the past and appreciate the fact that those experiences did not continue through today. Contrary to popular belief, you don't have to hate the descendants of those who enslaved your ancestors to take the time to empathize with the experiences of those who came before you. Allow yourself to feel sadness for the continent, the countries, the communities, the families, and identities that were involuntarily and unjustly stripped away. Similarly, Juneteenth can be an opportunity to celebrate the accomplishments of near and distant ancestors, those who endured unimaginable circumstances and found a way to not only survive, but to create new family bonds, new cultural ways of being, and to show their resilience. Although slavery ended in the 1860s, racial inequalities, oppression, and terror continued for many years afterwards. This is why many don't understand when they accuse people who recount the events of slavery as playing the victim card. When people acknowledge unequal treatment by educational institutions, financial institutions, the legal system, large and small organizations and companies alike, it's not about blaming the past for their lack of motivation or lack of ability today. That just sounds like excuses and blaming. Rather, it's about acknowledging that despite one's legitimate motivation today and ability to succeed, willingness to do hard work, to care for themselves and their families and their community, they also acknowledge that not everyone is who's working hard is starting with the same resources or the same support to make that achievement and success. One small example of this can be seen in the wealth gap, when many who have financial means say that they achieve their success through hard work starting only with a, a university scholarship a, a moderate million-dollar loan and a small investment property to build their corporation success and their b- massive success on for while the hard work is indeed evident in this success story similar hard work may have different results for the person of color who didn't have the benefit of a legacy scholarship because their ancestors weren't allowed an education to build that legacy upon uh, small moderate million dollar loan because the years years of their ancestors not being able to get loans by financial institutions nor uh, an investment property either because mortgages weren't even allowed similar to other loans in certain areas or to certain people but or because the properties that they were able to beat the odds to purchase were appraised below their worth and value due to cultural biases limiting further investments to be built upon Yes, indeed, many things have changed, much has changed, even as much continues to need improvement. However, both present responsibility as well as acknowledgement of the impact of the past on the present can coexist. Even a difficult past can be acknowledged in order to distance oneself from it on a practical daily basis. So where does that leave all of us today, especially those of you who don't identify as Black or African-American on a holiday like Juneteenth? you don't need to care as much uh, as someone else does uh, who may identify as being part of that community to still be open and willing to listen to, empathize and validate with feelings of those who identify with this history more so than you do. You can help create a safe environment where people can feel heard and allowed to feel as much or as little about the impact of the past on their daily lives as they see fit. In addition to listening, you can also take Juneteenth as an opportunity to learn about others' experiences. Not only their ancestors' experiences, but also the experiences of injustice that they may be experiencing today. Whether it be an experience of prejudice, discrimination, or inequalities, learning about experiences outside of your own can help you reduce cultural ignorance, increase your cultural awareness, and reduce the likelihood of you saying or doing something that might unintentionally be experienced as offensive. As you increase your learning, you can also practice acknowledging the accomplishments of ancestors and pioneers who were the first people to do things that they were previously not even allowed to do. The maybe they were the first to succeed when it was previously believed that they couldn't do it, only to pave the way for many to show that they could have done it all along. If they had the opportunities to be seen and heard and those barriers weren't in the way. And if those opportunities arise, then in addition to acknowledging, you can also advocate for others on behalf of the misunderstood, the minimized, or the oppressed, debunking myths, biases, and stereotypes in whatever environment you may find yourself in. You don't have to shout through a bullhorn or be an outspoken activist to hear someone in your circle express an unhealthy view of another culture and respond by casually clarifying that what, although you may have heard similar stereotypes and beliefs, you have also met people from the, that culture who show that those stereotypes and prejudices just don't have merit. Then go about your day. For while it may sound like a defense excuse, defensive excuse to someone from that particular cultural group, if they hear it from them, it may sound legitimate coming from you, allowing you to advocate on behalf of the healthy well-being and improved treatment of others in your own way. I think it's a reasonable starting point in daily lives without having to consider Juneteenth your new favorite or celebrated holiday. It can be a reasonable thing to look look forward to the next opportunity to listen, learn, acknowledge or even advocate for those who identify with ancestors who experienced slavery in this country and who commemorate the ending of that traumatic experience in this country's history and its impact on opportunities to live one's best life today. My hope for you. Is that at least during the month of June and hopefully ideally beyond that you would make the most of the opportunity to learn about the experiences of those around you, including those with whom you share a similar identity and those whom you do not. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity to Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free or empowering guest speaker or training on this often difficult topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.diversitymadesimple.com. And if you know of anyone who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast or share with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available at amazon.com. And as usual, I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this, you don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day.
1: Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids
3: with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. COVID-19 is still going around, and even a mild case can be serious during pregnancy. So what should you do if you're pregnant and have a positive COVID test? First, reach out to your doctor or healthcare provider. There might be treatment options they can recommend. That includes giving you a prescription for an antiviral drug you take in pill form by mouth. If you haven't gotten a COVID vaccine, it's not too late. Doctors say vaccinations are safe in any trimester but the sooner, the better. Pregnancy can be a time of great joy and anticipation. So take good care so you and your baby are healthy. And congratulations.
0: Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash leadcontrol. That's hennepin.us backslash leadcontrol.
3: You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business?
0: We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org
3: Every business has a story. Maybe yours is just starting out. Maybe you've reached a turning point, or maybe you feel like you're ready for your next chapter. Work with a banker who understands the resources, expertise, and innovative thinking that it takes to make your business success story a reality. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe
1: racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at GeneralMills.com forward slash racial equity.